The bipartisan border security deal is a win for the American people. And it's a win for the people of Texas. And it's fair for those who legitimately have a right to come here to begin with. And he tried in all three categories. So let's just have that conversation. I mean, he tried. I remember covering it here. NBC had some great reporting on it. He wanted the Pentagon to build cages. They were cages um, at the border. And the Pentagon resisted, and it didn't happen. But that's mm -hmm. what he wanted in the second term. He'd figure out how to make that a reality. He wanted Andrew McCabe and Jim Comey and Pete Strzok and Lisa Page prosecuted. In the second term, there's yeah. nothing to say that that, you know, Bill Barr stood on the line there. Um, and, and that felt precarious. There would be no Bill Barr's in a second term Justice Department. And, you know, our, our mutual friend Michael Cohen did, did go to jail. I mean, then they And he's afraid he's going to go to jail again. Right. Well, They'll come be. after him again. I mean, there's, so, by the way, I'm afraid. You know, I've been one of the most outspoken guys. You know, I, it's interesting. Somebody said to me, are you afraid if, if he gets reelected? And I hadn't thought about it. And like, he's going to come after Joe. He's going to come after me. He might come after you. I, I mean, this is what people are not comprehending. And here's the campaign the Democrats need to run. And I, I've been thinking about this a lot. There are four people that need to step forward. Kelly, Mattis, McMaster, and Millie. And there needs to be a general campaign where these generals who have worked with him need to turn to the American public and turn to Cameron and say, you don't understand how scary this can be. We really can go over a cliff here. These people, patriots, need to start to stand up because that's what America listens to. I think if you do the right campaign with those four guys and you continue to put the message out, you're going to lose control of your bodies, women. Immigration it will even get worse, as it did the first time with Donald Trump. Um, our democracy is really, really, really online here. And our way of life will change. Get people, scare the shit out of people. It's into the table it's because <sighs> it just, Simone, I'll, I'll defer to you and then I'll, I'll clean up on aisle nine. Melissa, the question on, I, I used to work at the White House. I would have never thought it was in my scope, within my scope of my duties as a deputy assistant to the president or senior advisor to the vice president to pick up the phone and call the secretary of state of a, of a state that somebody lost asking, can you just find me some more votes? Like that is not within the scope. This is about crimes and criminality. Why is it so broad? Give the people some hope. Is there any hope left here for the Supreme Court when it comes to this? So I don't have much in the way of optimism about this court. I'm going to be really honest with you. This is a court that's been on, it's high on its own supply for a while now. Um, this is a six to three conservative supermajority. This is always going to be the case when you have that much consolidation of power. But what we show in our book, The Trump Indictments, is that this is a person who is alleged to have engaged in crimes before, during, and after his presidency. And now, rather than having all of this determined in a court of law where facts can actually be adjudicated under the guidance of an experienced judge, we are going to have to let this be decided by the general electorate at the ballot box. With all of the disinformation and misinformation that's floating around here, we have no common vernacular. We have no common set of facts. That's what a courtroom would provide. And the fact that the Supreme Court has set oral argument for April 22nd doesn't mean they're not going to issue a decision that says that Donald Trump sure. is not immune. But it does mean that that late and protracted timeline makes it very unlikely that all of this is going to be resolved in a court of law before the election. And that really is the problem. It's taken the fact that we could have this adjudicated in a way that the rule of law 
would require and instead it's going to be left to the people. You're Donald Trump. Somehow you, you can't be jailed, not for stealing classified documents, not for lying about your property values to get cheaper loans and cheating on decades of your taxes. And weirdly enough, not even for trying to overthrow the government. Apparently, if you're Donald Trump and only if you are Donald Trump, you are above the law in America. You are unjailable. The Justice Department will slow walk charging you with insurrection for three full years while charging everyone who did the ground invasion of the Capitol. And the attorney general will even appoint a special prosecutor to charge you, even though you're no longer president. So why would you need a special prosecutor when we have a whole attorney general? If you are Trump and only if you are Donald Trump. The feds will beg you, beg you for 18 months to please, please give them back the nuclear secrets that you're hiding in your bathroom instead of kicking down your door and taking them like they would any other American. And then when you do get charged by that same special prosecutor, somehow the random system will put in front of you, will put you in front of your favorite handpicked judge who will slow walk the case for you. And no less a court than the Supreme Court of the whole United States, filled with three more of your handpicked judges, plus three other Republicans will slow walk all of your cases to make sure that they don't happen until after the election that they clearly hope will make you president again so you can pardon yourself and get away with everything. And tens of millions of Americans will not just cheer for these awful things. They, too, will try to make you president again so you can kill another million people in a pandemic and crash the economy and steal migrant babies from their moms again? What a country for Donald Trump. The rest of us, not so much. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Saturday, 2 March, the year of our Lord, 2024. Uh, welcome to our favorite show of the week, the Saturday show. Uh, so a lot of things happened overnight and this morning, particularly math about the um, about the election. But I've got to go back. I want to thank the crack team here at the War Room production team, the producers, also uh, Real America's Voice in the Denver operation. I want to go back to Donnie Deutsch. You know, Donnie Deutsch is a big mouth, right? He's a he's a madman figure. Father, if you remember the show Mad Men, his dad was one of those guys, I think, from the 40s and 50s that started the ad agencies after the war with the consumer culture. And uh, uh, Donnie inherited that, so he's a nepo. And, uh, but he's a big mouth and always been, you know, kind of one of those guys that's the, you know, cutting edge or everything, one of those guys you got to know because it's it's six degrees of separation in Manhattan uh, with, you know, a lot of uh, dialed in people with Donnie, it's probably two, it's two degrees of separation. And he's a big marketing guy. And he's on Morning Joe all the time. And they're talking about marketing and marketing, you know, how you, how you position narratives. And so he's, he's information warfare light. 
But his idea that, oh, we're afraid, this is their new thing. Because the numbers have come out in Bloomberg and Morning Consult the other day, and we're going to have Barris here in a minute to do this. So Morning Consult, Bloomberg, it's a blowout in all, all the battleground states, including the fact that states like North Carolina are going to become like Ohio and um, in uh, Florida. Remember in 16, we were all worried of Florida and, uh, and Ohio hadn't really become uber MAGA, which they are now. So you don't have to put all the resources you have to that you had to in the old days. Because remember, you sit up all night. Oh, if you win Florida and Ohio, you win. North Carolina's going there. But there's blowouts in all the, uh, all the battleground states, including Michigan, because they're really not counting the, uh, the – they really had done the poll too early to uh, count what happened in Dearborn and Ann Arbor on primary night. New York Times just backed the bus up over Biden again. It's pretty obvious that the powers that be on on the left are trying to figure out how to maneuver him out. Understanding the math they have right now, Trump is building an insurmountable elite. Now, it's not insurmountable yet from being stolen. You have to be outside the margin of fraud, the margin of steel. I'm not sure we're, we're there yet. Also, I do agree with Matt Gates and people that you do undercount the TikTok of all of it and the Swifties. So that's something to consider. But they also undercount the Trump vote. Siena poll out, New York Times, absolutely brutal. And Jake Sherman, as he often does, look, Jake Sherman is a you know classic liberal progressive. So he doesn't believe in any of our, our ideology or our beliefs or where the country should go. But... He's one of the hardest working guys up there. He's always working all the time, kind of like Bob Costa over at CBS. There's a handful of these kind of old school, still young, but old school guys just work 24-7. And Sherman goes into the Siena Poll, the New York Times Siena Poll, which is the lead story in the New York Times site tonight, this morning. And he looks at some statistics. If we can put, let me know when we can put that up on the screen, uh, the uh, the tweet. I've got it up on Getter. Um, but these polls are... <clears throat> So, and directionally, Trump is picking up momentum, particularly after Birdbrain, uh, I, I assume, takes her final bow on, on Tuesday night because I think even the money is saying, hey, if we want to get in here, we can't keep confronting Trump and we can't have Birdbrain trash-talking him all the time. There's got to be there's got to be another way to, to, to get him. And you, you saw you know, President Trump very graciously went over to the club for China growth yesterday at the Bill, I think it's the Biltmore down in Palm Beach and uh, gave in 20 minutes talk to their donors. You know, Jeff Yass and this crowd who are not, they're anything but pro-Trump. They're anti-MAGA uh, and anti-Trump, but they're coming to the conclusion that they've got to get in back of him because the train's leaving the station. So this is one thing always to watch. And President Trump, and remember, the campaign today just hasn't raised a lot of money. He's got he's got huge legal. They're tr- still trying to throw him in prison. What you're seeing, uh, you know, they're still sitting Shiva in uh, in uh, MSNBC. I think we're in the fourth day. I thought I was supposed to stop after two. It's they're obsessed now. Their lawfare crumbled around him. Fonnie Willis crumbled. Uh, immunity not going to happen before the election. Uh, the the fake um, classified docs thing not going to happen before the election. So they're going to. They're going to pin their hope on um, on New York City, and uh, and that's a disaster. They're going to get chopped up because it's so ludicrous even while that's happening. So that will help Trump in the polls also because people see, particularly minorities, I think, that Trump is being – they're going after Trump. The system's going after Trump for a reason.
So how do they how do they stop us? And you have to focus about because you have delivered this today because you are the ones that had Trump's back. This is all about you and having President Trump's back. If you had abandoned President Trump, which they hope you had would do back in 21 and 22, and Fox News went all in on this to make him a non-person, remember that email always from Murdoch, President Trump wouldn't be where he is today. As he said when he went to the first CPAC in Orlando, I want to see my people. You are his people. You are his hardest, most dedicated followers. And no, they, they make you like a call. You're a cult. You're just coming. No. You with a um, very steely eye understand what's happening to this republic. And stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. You, above all, have stood in the breach with President Trump and said, no. This guy gave us years of peace and prosperity. This guy won the 2020 election. It was stolen from him. That is something we have to set right for the good of this nation, not just for Donald Trump and not for MAGA, not for the Republican Party. We have to set this right for this country. We cannot allow that to happen. We can't allow a combination of the administrative and deep state, uh, the big tech oligarchs that were burned in 16, uh, the lords of easy money on Wall Street, uh, you know, the media, all of it. We cannot allow them to steal an election. We can't. If we do that, we're not going to have a country. You stood in the breach, and today you're ascendant. Why are you ascendant? Because you put this republic first. You put your country first, and you put the American citizens first. You heard in that cold open, Biden at the border, and I want to thank the war room engine room that got that to me early this morning and said, I can't believe no one's focused on this. Uh, he finishes, Biden finishes, legitimately have the right to come here. No, no, stop. They don't have the legitimate right to come here. Our asylum law is very, is very straightforward. No economic migrants whatsoever. People looking for a better life get in line with the regular legal immigration, of which we let millions in a year. Other than that, go to the first country that is part of our system, which are virtually all of them, and you sit there, and you, and you fill out your stuff and you get reviewed and everything like that. You don't come here. There's no legitimate have a right. They don't have – see, this is the twisted mentality. This is why they had the funeral for the young nurse yesterday. They have foisted because they want to do it. They want chaos. They want anarchy. They want your life. And particularly they want the life of the working class African Americans and Hispanics to be even harder. Short break. Back in the warm in just a moment. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert 
an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. So you got that. Remember, they call them newcomers. They call them newcomers. And they said legitimately have a right to come here. That no one, no one on this has a legitimate right to come here. If they want to apply for asylum and they, they are qualified under very restrictive rules, they got to go to the first, the first free nation. That you've gamed the whole system. None of this was in that bill. That's why the bill is a joke. You have executive powers to do all of this and you won't do it. And now the numbers you're cratering. Donnie Deutsch, the big marketing guy, he said, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm scared. We got scared. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Sitting there sucking us down. Donnie, you need a pat on the head. You need a hug. You need a hug. You curl up. Be a man. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. This is what opposes us. This is why we don't fear these folks. Look at them. <laughs> Just look at them. You fear that? I'm afraid. Nicole Wallace, I'm afraid. Can you give me a hug? I'm afraid. Big bad Trump, MAGA. Christian nationalists, deplorables. I'm afraid. What are you afraid of, Donnie? You're afraid of uh, criminal prosecutions like uh, President Trump put him in jail for 700 years? You're afraid of having your business ripped from you that your father built, just like President Trump's father started the foundation of his business, stolen, just taken from you? Is that what you're afraid of? I'm afraid. Is that what you're afraid of? You're afraid of being debanked and deplatformed? Is that what you're afraid of? You're afraid of uh, Rudy, the putting Rudy in, in bankruptcy, putting Navarro in jail? Is that what you're afraid of? Is that what you're afraid of? Brother, for you and all your colleagues, what is good for the goose is better for the gander. So stand by. This is why President Trump is a very kind-hearted person. I'm not, okay? And there's a lot, there's a lot of me and a lot of folks like me in this movement. You... You guys went there. You guys went there. Is that what you're afraid of? You're afraid of everything that you turned on Trump? You afraid? Are you afraid of being in prison like the J6 people? We're going to have a, uh, a person here from uh, hopefully with Jim Hoft and his team, Patty Murray, later in the show. She was a uh, she was one of these judges, one of these election judges in Detroit. Remember this in Wayne County? She said, hey, I don't know if I can certify these because it looks like it was gun decked. It looks like it's not certifiable. And they, the torture she went through. Is that what you're afraid of, Donnie? Hey, Donnie, why don't you go down to the D.C. jail? Why don't you go out to where the J6 people are? Are you afraid of these guys got 20 years? Hey, Donnie, there's a solution for your fear. It's not getting a hug from Nicole Wallace. Or a pat in the head from Rachel Meadow or Joanne Reed. Or Morning Mika. There's a solution. They're all talking about it. Hey, there are a lot of people saying if Trump comes back, they're going to leave. Donnie, don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out, okay? I'm afraid. I'm afraid. And here's the solution. We have to scare people. Here's the solution. Here's the big marketing. Here's Mad Men. 
This is the total amount of their creativity. We have to scare people. We have to scare the crap out of them. We're going to get the generals. I'm going to get the generals. We're going to do a tour. Kelly, Mattis, McMasters, and Millie. Bring it, dude. Is that what you're going to do? Is that what you're going to do? Tell me. Tell me the time and place. Get them on stage. Let's go. Just give me a mic. Traitors. And what do you see? How can you say that? Because Trump was the commander-in-chief. And as the commander-in-chief... When he gives you an order, you obey the order. If you think the order is illegal, immoral, anything, you resign in protest and go out and say, hey, this guy gave me an illegal order. I don't remember any of that. I don't remember any of that. I got some whining from these guys. I'm, oh, he was beat. He was beat. What did Millie say at CBS when he had full opportunity? What did Millie say? I think it was Brennan that uh, that asked him, the... the, the um, the, the, I think it was the news anchor for the evening news asked him. She was doing the on the USS Constitution. Tell me, what is it that you just said that Trump, you know, you didn't have to follow it because he was outside the chain of command. He was doing stuff that was illegitimate. What was it? Asked him flat out. Tell me what it is. You got you're in 60 minutes. I teed it up. It's not even coach pitch. It's T-ball. He goes, well, you know, the post-war international rules-based order that the greatest generation gave us, and, 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 and hey, dude, that's a policy decision. Yeah, the post-war international rules-based order based on Bretton Woods that's collapsing all around us. Today, a British tanker is going to the bottom of the Red Sea. A British tanker is going to the bottom of the Red Sea, as reported by BBC. You got American carry battle groups and, what, 10,000 American sailors Young men and women protecting the Red Sea for the Suez Canal. Where the Brits got one combatant, the French one combatant. We're we're doing the whole thing. Our great NATO allies. That's the post-war international rules-based order. Where we're the saps. We underwrite it all. Oh, by the way, they also have tough trade deals to take all our jobs. Screw you. You're telling me you you telling me you talked to the Chinese. You did everything about this because Trump did not support the post-war international rules-based order of which the Federal Reserve is destroying Bretton Woods even as we speak. And, of course, the radicals in the Biden regime in, in conjunction with the people at the Wall Street Journal are now trying to take the Russian people's money. They've already frozen it. Fine. You froze it. That's, hey, that's, the, that's economic warfare. We told you it wasn't going to work, but fine. You froze it. Now they want to seize it, convert it into cash, and give it to Ukrainians. Why? Because MAGA has said, no, no more money to Ukraine, no $60 billion. And if the Europeans think it's the end of the world, then have the Europeans write the check. Is this your big thing, Donnie? Is this what's going to win the campaign? Is this what it's going to do? Bring it, Deutsch. In fact, you can sit up there and be the MC. Kelly, McMaster, Mattis, and Miller. Are you kidding me, bro? That's what you're going to put up there? That's what you're going to put. That's going to win the, the generals. Let's get the generals. The generals have been so successful in our wars. Let's get them. Trump's like Lincoln and his generals, still trying to look for some that are winners, not losers. So let's put them up on stage in front of all American. Let's go at it. Let's go to Hammer and Tong, Donnie, and you can be there. In fact, bring your buddy uh, Joe. Bring Joe Scarborough. He wants to be a big shot. He wants to think great thoughts. Bring him and bring Mika, too. Bring them all. you got nothing. If this is what you've got, all your, your network for four days has done nothing but whine 
you know, take the conch shell. Remember the 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 uh, bounty? Take the conch shell and cut your head, bleeding. You know, cutting your skull, bleeding, crying, moaning, mourning, because lawfare cratered. It cratered. It cratered. Because you couldn't beat Trump. He stole it one time. You know we're on point to not let you steal it the second time. So you got to come with something else. If we can't steal it, we can't steal it. What do we got to do? What do we got to do? We're, oh, we put him in jail. We steal his business. We send him to the Supreme Court in this bogus J6. What are you afraid of, Donnie? I'm scared. I'm so scared. Please, Nicole Wallace, hug me. Pat me on the head. I'm scared. You damn right. You damn right. When you look at what you and your folks have done to people, you look at J6, you look at those people in prison, you look at how long some still haven't come to trial, you look at the 20 or 30 years some of them got, you look at the debanking, you look at the deplatforming, you look at the billboards out there. If you see something, if you see one of these domestic terrorists, the FBI rounding up people, kicking down doors on folks, everybody associated with everyone virtually associated with Trump, had their doors kicked in the FBI there, or have had charges brought against them. And that's nothing compared to President Trump. And we're ascendant, and the American people know that they're, we're on the side of the righteous. Oh, you ought to damn right be scared. And if you get too scared, it's a free country. We're free men and women. There's a door, and don't let it hit you on the ass on the way out of here. I hold you and your crowd and the elites in this country in total and complete contempt. You have not only tried to destroy this country, you've attempted to destroy and demonize and take out the spirit of the greatest asset this country has. And that's the working men and women that make up the little divisions, as Edmund Burke told us, the civic society. You elites in Hamptons and New York and L.A. and San Francisco, all these places now, and Rob's sake, I'll pay the fine. Because there's no other way to describe San Francisco or Los Angeles or Chicago or New York City. These great cities built on the backs of working class people in this nation over hundreds of years. That in a couple of years, you've, and because they legitimately have a right to come, but they don't have a legit, they don't have no rights, zero rights. That mentality has got that girl murdered down there. Got her murdered. Got more of a, what's it, 4,000 rapes, 1,000 murders. This is, for, the numbers are overwhelming, and there shouldn't be one. Chris Hayes was kind of low. It doesn't matter if there's one, that's one too many. The American people, and particularly the working class people and the Hispanics in these inner cities, these barrios, they got enough struggle. They don't need additional struggle. They don't need additional put on, on themselves. It's the hardest part of society to kind of make it. And they're grinding every day to try to make it. I detest you. I detest your class. I detest everything you stand for. And so when you whine and cry and I'm scared, you damn right you ought to be scared because there's a new day dawning, okay? And your type and everybody associated with you and everybody associated with Biden, all of them, you're put on notice. The day of judgment is going to be before us.
okay? And you go after Trump and you go after Trump. Hey, Donald Trump has got a big heart. Donald Trump is a good man and he's a nice man. And he's a kind man. But there are people around him that want to hold you guys accountable for what you've done to this nation as citizens. And they're not kind. And they're not big hearted. They're hard. And it's the hard that's going to come for you. Short break. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting in dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. So here's what they're going to do. One is going to be the Russia. You're going to see another Russia hoax. This is coming. Oh, the, it's the Russians. They're putting Trump in. It, it, more, you know, nonsense like that. You're going to have a lot more uh, nervous breakdown by these people. The next wave of nervous breakdown, Maureen Dowd, she's always a good indicator, the columnist for the New York Times. And I want to thank the War Room Engine Room for getting this to me also in my last rant. Her column, and that's the big column in the Sunday paper. Uh, her column this week is called a Joe Biden fantasy, and she's got a fantasy. She's like talking about a dream. I would not call it a masturbatory fantasy, but it's a fantasy. And she's got this fantasy where Joe Biden resigns, steps down, and I don't know, Michelle about somebody. That, that's The New York Times is back in the bus over this guy every day, and when they lose the New York Times, they got a problem. And so now they understand Biden's not a vessel for them. And they have no way to remove him. They have no convening authority. They're going to try to concoct him, no convening authority. Because you're seeing the mainstream media is now, particularly the New York Times. I'm going to get to Barris in this poll in a second. But now you're going to get, you're going to get Russia again. Okay, you're going to get um, the law first crumbling. So they got to go to the big steel. This is where Mark Elias now comes center stage. This is the only thing that's going to stand before us. Not the lawfare is crumbling. The only thing that stands before us in total and complete victory is their ability to steal it. And they're going to pull out all stops because if they can't steal it, they can't win. And the math now tells us this incontrovertibly. He's outside, way outside the margin of error. Now he's outside the margin of fraud and stealing to be determined. I got bears on the numbers, but I want to get Frank Gaffey. Frank, just real quickly, and, and, and I know you had the Mitch McConnell thing, the webinar. I want to make sure everybody gets that. 
but I want to go to this red-green axis. We didn't have enough time to develop that. And even the little 60 seconds we had before we had technical problems, Media Matters did a whole thing on it because that's how they understand that this is lethal. Now we've had a development since that, and that is George Galloway uh, winning in uh, in Britain. Of course, I had some, you know, some awfully, awfully, you know, British people here last night working through some stuff, and they're saying, "Oh no, 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 that's just Galloway. He always does that. They wins all the time, and every now and again." And and they're, you know, I gave them five examples of why they're too afraid to confront Sharia supremacism, all empirical fact, and they didn't have an answer on any of them. Their, their eyes just roll back. But what's happening there is coming here. Detroit was a full flex. You had the Ann Arbor, University of Michigan, thirty-five percent voted non-committed. That shows you the the what the red part of it, and then you had the green uh, with the uh, the radical Islam in Dearborn. Sir, how how you see it happen in England right now? How dangerous is this for us, sir? I think it's extremely dangerous, Stephen, so much so, as you say, that uh, even 60 seconds before we ran into technical difficulties, um, head, heads blowing up uh, because they, they have to denounce as a so-called ancient right-wing talking point uh, about an imaginary <laughs> alliance between liberal voters and radicalismus. Look, I, I've had three of our best guys, uh, Jim Simpson, who's written two books on the subject of the red-green axis for us at the Center for Security Policy, John Guandolo and, and Robert Spencer on our show, Securing America, just in the past day and a half. And, and basically what these guys, who are serious experts on the subject, say is this has been a building for decades, uh, going back to the you know, 1960s when the first Muslim Brotherhood organization was planted on American college campuses. And they began recruiting there. Uh, they've built it out enormously as they have their infrastructure more generally, Steve, with scores of front groups, um, mosques, uh, so-called Islamic centers, and other influence operations. Um, and by the way, it's not just the Muslim Brotherhood, of course. They're the, they're the sort of leading brand on the Sharia supremacists Sunni side of the ledger. But we also have a lot of Hezbollah guys here, too. Uh, the Iranian, Iran, Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps and others uh, also running influence operations and building capacity to do material harm. But the kicker is when they join forces with the Marxist left, we're not talking about liberal voters. We're talking about hardcore communists who now dominate the Democratic Party and the more so uh, by making common cause in this red-green axis. And, and interestingly enough, Steve, one of the organizations that's been at the forefront of this, um, who, who actually cut a deal with Joe Biden before the 2020 election, that if um, they gave him their support, the brothers' support, he would put lots of people from the Muslim Brotherhood's uh, apparatus into his own administration. And he has delivered on that promise. But this guy, um, his name is Wail Alzayat, uh, was on, uh, I call it um, enemy broadcasting, but National People People's Radio, uh, sorry, National Public Radio this morning talking about this uh, so-called uncommitted vote in Michigan. It wasn't just uh, Detroit, though it was largely there, I think, in Dearborn. 100,000 people voted uncommitted because Joe Biden is not not doing a 
which is what the red-green axis is focused on at the moment. And our object is to say, wait a minute, we don't want to save Hamas. Hamas is no. being defeated, as we again. speak, by people on our behalf. They're they're on our side, the Israelis, um, the Palestinians, uh, the red-green axis, and so on, are decidedly not. And their goal is not just to destroy Israel. Let's be clear. It's to destroy the United States and, and I would argue, Judeo-Christian civilization writ large. It's it's making huge inroads. This is why Europe's got the problem. The U.S. see the problem. They did a full flex. I'm glad the guy talked. We'll pull that later. They did a full flex. Democrats cannot win the White House unless they win Michigan. Full stop. Must win that state. Right. Got to do it. They did a full flex. It wasn't just 100,000. It was the dramatic drop in actual turnout. A lot of them just said, I'm not going to vote. Then you had the non-committed. Mm -hmm. Where do people go to see the, the interview you did on, on your podcast? I need to get this. We need to put this front and center. Trevor Loudon's done work. Frank and I have been working on this for at least as long, 12, 14 years. We've known each other. Uh, and right. you guys called this shot. You said it was going to happen. What happened on the Michigan primary? was a major inflection point in U.S. politics. And if you don't believe me, just look at England, right? And look at yeah. France. Look what's happening over there. In England, you now have an Islamist party with one of the best orators in the world, George Galloway, is a member of the House of Commons. So, and that's and this came on two days after they had the, uh, this, uh, the, a, a Sharia supremacist flex in Parliament Square where they threw up to the river to the sea on Big Ben right. and the police were too intimidated to move in immediately and take it down. So, Frank, where did they go to get all the information on this? Well, there's a lot of good stuff at uh, the Center for Security Policy site, securefreedom.org, including, by the way, Steve, a book that we published, I believe it was back in 2015, called Star Spangled Sharia, which is about the, the brotherhoods uh, built out of what they call the um, U.S. Council of Muslim Organizations. They've, they envision this being a political party, ultimately. And it's got all the brotherhood yes. folks pulling in behind it and the progressives as well. And they seek to be kingmakers. Mark my words. That's what's going to be happening in places like Michigan. My guess is personally that we will see some other candidate than Joe Biden, and they will have full-throated support from these folks, as well as making commitments to undermine our, our friends in uh, in Israel and, of course, here as well. This is a major problem. It will probably manifest itself as a civil war. You've been warning about this for a long time, Steve, in France, yep. probably most immediately, maybe the UK, maybe, I don't know, uh, Italy. But it's coming because they've reached critical mass in Europe, and it's a foretaste of what they have in mind for us here as well. Amen. Frank, thank you so much. Could for I just say a quick, really quick word about the about the yeah, webinar sure. yesterday? Because it, it's real important, Steve. I oh, think if the posse would get focused if it's on about, if one it's about thing. Mitch if it's about Mitch McConnell, it's about Mitch McConnell. The floor is yours, sir. It, it's 100% about Mitch McConnell. What we did was we laid out his ties to the Chinese Communist Party, uh, including, of course, his wife. Uh, and his wife's now deceased sister, and I think you've been talking with the marvelous guy, Brian Costello, about this uh, story. Um, we talked about the kind of help that he has given the, given the CCP over the years, but the most important takeaway from this program, Steve, uh, it's available for free at presentdangerchina.org, as are all of our webinars. You can subscribe and make sure you don't miss any of them. But the most important takeaway was this. There is no on God's green earth why Mitch McConnell 
should remain the minority leader in the United States Senate for the next eight critical Agreed. months. In fact, Agreed. there are three good reasons Agreed. why not. One is he's a... And he, He's an enemy of Donald Trump. He will do everything he can to subvert him. He will oppose every Senate candidate who is remotely MAGA, and that means depriving them of money. Think Kerry Lake as an example. And not least, he will be advancing the Chi the Chinese Communist Party's agenda on things like, like keeping our borders open, like advancing climate change, like you know uh, the uh, whole idea that continued deficit spending, to say nothing of global governance with the World Health yes. Organization, ought yes. to be on the agenda. This guy's got to go, he ought to stand down, if not from the Senate altogether, yeah. certainly from a leadership position now, right. not eight months from now when he's able to do even more the, damage. The, the, this is the same thing Paul Ryan did when he quit in January, February for that year, stuck around and made sure that Trump, that Nancy Pelosi took it and impeached Trump. They, this is the way these guys right. roll. Frank, thank you so much, Amen. brother. Amazing. You, we'll Steve. push the webinar out. It was incredible. And of course, the, the it's now a murder investigation on his sister-in-law. Hey, just saying about the odd coincidence of why he resigned out of nowhere. Even the staff was shocked. Uh, I want to get in Rich Barris. Uh, the one thing, can Denver please put up the, the CNBC? CNBC, I think it was last night or early this morning, put up an article. Oops, we're adding a trillion dollars to our national debt every hundred days. Where did you hear that? About five months ago here in the war room, we did the math. Glad CNBC with their massive staff finally catching up five minutes, five months later. Yes, we are running up and we're going to do it in perpetuity. Every hundred days, a trillion dollars. This is Republic ending. And I think people understand, although it's not talked about a lot in the mainstream media, there's a, a vast uneasiness with the direction of this country. Barris, start off. The New York Times has had a brutal poll out this morning of Siena. Bloomberg had one out with Morning Consult. And these are probably the most Trump-hating organizations and yeah. pollsters around. Yeah. Can you? But it dovetails over what Richard Barris has been doing for the last year. Walk us through it. Thanks for having me on, as always, Steve. Uh, you know, two weeks ago, a little less, actually, when we put out the uh, new national poll that we did, I, I thought Trump's lead was a little bit big. And I, I said to myself, if we're an outlier, we're an outlier. But you got to trust the data and follow it where it goes. And now New York Times is probably the sixth poll that really confirms the side of a, uh, size of a lead for uh, for President Trump. Look, the, the biggest thing that stands out at me, Steve, is the 2020 vote at least, and it depends on the poll and the New York Times polls even bigger. For those who voted in 2020, uh, Trump's got almost every single person who voted for him. It's really incredible, statistically speaking, when you have less than a percentage point saying, I'm not voting for that guy again. Meanwhile, with Biden, he's only at 83% of his 2020 vote. So that's already a big part of the shift. People have to remember, New York Times was Biden plus nine in their final poll in 2020, which they already uh, over overstated his support. If you look at this poll, their 2020 sample in the red registered voter is Biden plus 12. So already they're sampling a more Biden friendly electorate. That was um, that was reality. And then you have to keep in mind, Steve, people lie when when a president gets unpopular and you try to ask them about their vote history, they start to lie, which is why, you know, there's this debate over whether you wait for that stuff. So keep that in mind. It could be even worse than the New York Times poll is um, is reflecting. That's my point here. And among those who did not vote, Trump's lead is 15 points almost. I mean, this is 
And, and that's registered well, voter, and the likely voter is yeah. 10 or 12. Hang, Huge! Hang, hang on for a second. We're going to hold you to the break. Richard Barris, the People's Pundit. Who can you trust? Government leaders repeatedly fail us. Self-appointed experts have led us astray. Distrust in so-called authorities is spreading like a bad cold. We can't quite shake it. But you are not as powerless as they'd like you to believe. When there's no one to depend on, it's time to rely and depend on yourself. Not sure where to start? Well, try this. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Grab a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply for just 60 bucks off. Think about that. $60 off right now. My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families reach self-reliance. I want you to think about that. Reach self-reliance. These food kits offer meals, drinks, and snacks that provide over 2,000 calories every single day. Sealed inside heavy-duty packaging that lasts up to 25 years in storage. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and protect your future with as many kits as you need. These kits ship fast, free, and arrive in unmarked boxes. With My Patriot Supply, when you order by 3 p.m., your food kits will ship the same day. Save $60 per kit. That is $60 per kit at MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. This is why, look at that. If you, uh, if Grace and Mo could push out that story, I don't think I've got it up on Getter yet, of uh, CNBC's now reporting $1 trillion every 100 days. They've also got another up about a... Um, the debt debasement trade. I'll talk about it a little more in the in the next hour. But gold virtually at all time high, and Bitcoin coming back, which are alternatives, and hedges. As I keep telling you, they now have a trade. The smart hedge fund guys are doing a trade on the debt. Given you can't, it's not sustainable. It's republic ending. This is actually, I think, worse than the lawfare, and the lawfare is about the worst thing you've ever seen. A trillion dollars every hundred days. We told you this five months ago. We did the math. I'm glad they caught up over there. But it's serious. I am glad they caught up. And I wish the Financial Times and others Wall Street Journal would catch up too. This is a crisis. This is one of my big issues with Johnson. You've got to face this. You can't run away from it. You've got to face it. These are hard and tough calls. I'm not saying it's not hard. It is hard. A lot of people are going to get very angry. But the CNBC, $1 trillion every 100 days. We're not in a pandemic. We're not in a war. Although they're trying to drag us in it. We got, you know, the full employee, a trillion dollar deficit every hundred days. Embrace that. That's why you got to go to Birch Gold. Talk to Philip Patrick. He was on the show last night. Talk to birchgold.com slash Bennett. Go. You need to immerse yourself in the end of the dollar empire, which we started, I'm proud to say, three, four years ago when Biden first came in because we could see where this was going. The, um, but now this is heading to a crisis. And when this hits, you're not going to have a lot of time to plan for it. This is going to be like a hit in the EMP, you know, an EMP hit, an airburst. So go to burstgold.com slash Bannon uh, right now. Make sure you uh, make sure you get uh, you get all the information. Also, remember, we're also trying to build the alternative economy, publicsquare.com. Michael Schieffer and the team over at Public Square. Publicsquare.com. They're now a publicly traded company a big publicly traded company. They've got tens of thousands of people providing products and services, and these are people that are patriots and support your values. Stop giving your money 
to people that hate you. Now, the quality of the products and the services have to be at least as good or better than what's available from the people that hate you. We understand that. But that's what just go check it out today. It's totally free. Every transaction you do there is free. Richard Barris, uh, so Jake Sherman, the hardworking Jake Sherman, has a tweet up. And in his tweet, he says, hey, look, I've looked at this thing, and 97% of the, the Santa Pol crosstabs, 97% of the people that voted for Trump in 2020, 97% said they would vote for him again. Biden's 83%. Yep. And in addition, 10% of the Biden voters said they're going to vote for Trump. Hello. Yep. This is why, this is why uh, Maureen Dowd's having the fantasy of, I had a dream that Biden just stepped down and went away. They're in full panic mode right now. You saw it from Donnie Deutsch, all of them. Give me some of the things of the crosstabs because you've had morning consult, which has him up five, six points at every battleground, except for North Carolina, up nine. Yeah, every Michigan, single one. Two, but I think that's slight yep. misread. And now Siena, which is so give me some crosstab information that's going to make our audience even smarter. Yeah, and just to give them an idea of what that means, Steve, ten percent of Biden's vote is over eight is over eight million. It's a, he won eighty one million votes. Ten percent would be a shift of eight point one million. If you take the half a percent that said uh, for Trump, it's three hundred and fifty thousand votes. Folks, you're talking about a mil, eight million vote shift in a national environment. That's massive. It would be a landslide. And when all pollsters are kind of mirroring each other like this, either we're all doing something wrong. You're not supposed to find the exact margin, Steve, but it's to identify trends. And when you look at some of these trends, white working class, which Biden did a little bit better than Hillary Clinton did, it's back. It's even worse. It's he's now south of Hillary Clinton. So the New York Times poll has uh, Trump winning them about 62 to 27 ballpark, uh, which is right in the right in the ballpark of where we had it. or they have them 60 to 20, 28. We had them at 61 to 27. So we're all showing these almost identical margins. They have uh, Trump over 20% with the black vote. We had him at 22. I think they got him a little bit higher, but right on the nose. And he's winning Hispanics over Biden by six. We just to be uh, clear and to tell people this, that's the way our polling looks too. But then when we lean people, it does close a little bit. But folks, if Trump is at 46 with the Hispanic vote, you're talking about states like New Mexico being in play. Uh, Donald Trump performed better among Hispanic voters in New Mexico than he did nationally. So when you take those numbers and apply them to the Electoral College, it's a devastating defeat. I mean, New Mexico would be close with numbers like this, possibly even Trump carrying New Mexico, depending on who's on the ballot. Uh, and there was, look, people need to know there was a, a poll out earlier from uh, earlier this week from Pan Atlantic University where the margins were uh, the vote shares were low, but Trump was up six points in Maine. So when we're seeing the, the cross tabs from the New York Times and Bloomberg, uh, that's what this stuff means in other states. I, Steve, let me just say this. This poll, this is a floor of about 312 electoral votes. That's what this means for the Electoral College. It's a very big lead. It, it, in the crosstabs, isn't Trump plus one with women? Am I wrong? And did I read that wrong? As I read this, isn't Trump plus one with women? And it's even with likely voters. So the likely voter does help Biden by one point with women and overall because uh, they're you know, the it. Democratic coalition. Yeah, Hold the it. more educated, high propensity. But hang on. All I hear on I CNN, all I hear on CNN and MSNBC yeah. every second of every day is particularly from Rachel Maddow, Joy Ann Reed, Aaron Burnett and, our, you know, and uh, and, and uh, was it uh, Miss Wallace? All I hear in Morning Mika. 
All I hear is that women hate Trump. He's yep. up in the New York Times poll. This ain't Barris. This is not Trafalgar. This is not Jim Hoff and the brothers over at Gateway. This is the New York Times. Trump's up plus one with women. And He's I, up I remember everywhere. there's not a there's not a bad number. And by the way, the big thing with the, the remember the people that did the poll, their number one thing with Biden is leadership. They hate all the policies, but they just don't think he's a. They don't think he's a a president. Hello, Barris. Yeah, I, Steve. I remember too when we first started showing that gap with women clothes. I had to go back and look and see which presidential election. Uh, how long has it been since a Republican presidential candidate did this well with women nationally? Uh, Herbert Walker Bush, when he blew the caucus out with more than four hundred electoral votes. Uh, lost women by two. Uh, and Ronald Reagan, that's it. I mean, you got to go back to Ronald Reagan where it was even with right. women. And then, of course, Reagan basically, uh, or roughly even, he did a little bit better the second time. Uh, but, you know, of course, he blew him out with men. So there's a lot in this poll that uh, to love if you're a Trump supporter. But I'm telling you, the, the, that low the, propensity vote, Steve, look at that low propensity oh vote. No. If he gets them, it's a wrap. I mean, Huge. over at 1130 at night. Uh, Give me the, give me the, uh, give me the, uh, uh, I tell you what, hang on. We'll take you through the break because I want to get everybody your touch points or how to get to you. Take a 90 second break. Back in a moment. For War Room veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Dot com All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. 